All episodes of the Real Women in Business podcast reflect the opinions and views of the guest and Cass McCrory and do not reflect official policy or position of employers or clients. Thank you. You're listening to the Real Women in Business podcast. I'm your host, Cass McCrory, and in this podcast, we highlight women in all kinds of businesses. For yourself, someone else, full-time, part-time, overtime hustle, Together, we will learn from and with one another. And if we get it right, it'll lift us all. Let's get into it. Friends, today we're talking to Carrie Richards. She is an HR benefits lead within the Washington Post. She is outside of the DC area. And in this conversation, we are going to chat about values, about what it does for us in looking in hindsight and how it will help us get out of whatever rut we might be in, and moving forward with intention. I love this conversation. Let's get into it. Carrie, welcome. Thank you, Cass. It's great to be here. I am so excited to talk to you today about the values work. And I'd love to kick off with you sharing a little bit about who you are, what you do in the world, and the values that you've identified. Sure. Um, So my name is Carrie Richards. I live in... Uh, the DMV. So I live in Virginia, Alexandria, Virginia. It's about 10 miles south of DC. And I work in HR on the benefits team at the Washington Post, uh, currently full-time remotely, like many of us. And I am married and I have a 17-year-old son who has in the process of college applications and thinking about next year and what is that going to look like? Yeah. And you're oh, and my values. Yes. So my values are learning, growth, and agency. When we, we started working together and coaching and values and subtraction project and intentions and all of this stuff, when did you own your values? Like when did you come to own them? Hmm. I actually think it was not long after I did the values workshop. I think going into it, I was very unclear on what my values were. I think I was beginning to realize that some things that when I was younger and uh, for a long time in my 20s and before I had a family, I thought were my values were no longer fitting or making sense to me. But once I did the workshop, I think they clicked for me so clearly that it, I really started noticing things that made sense through that lens pretty straight away. Um, I wouldn't say that I immediately woke up the next day and perfectly (laughs) had an intentional day and, but it was always there. Right. So it very quickly became this lens that I looked at things through. What has it shifted? I think it's shifted for me. The most important thing is my actually my self perception. I think seeing in retrospect and viewing things that I've done well or that have been important to me through the lens of what my values were, it's like, oh, it makes sense. Like it makes sense that that's why I pursued, um, you know, 
running a marathon so strongly, right? When it seemed like a sort of random, crazy idea that mom's going to do, now it makes more sense. Um, so I think that that's what it shifted is seeing things that I've done and, and seeing them actually in a more successful light than I think I did before because they were representing success for me because they represented learning or growth. Whereas before I thought I should be ambitious, you know, I should be, um, super independent, but no, that's not what I was going for. And so it, it helps me to see myself. And I think a more compassionate way. Yes. And to also see the things that I actually am good at and that I do pursue those things, even though I didn't realize it. I love, I love everything that you just said so much. And I think the teacher that when you recognize your values, even now, it makes the, the opportunity to look at something in hindsight, it, it makes that make greater sense. Mm -hmm. It, I have found that too, where it's like, I don't understand why it was so important for me to do this one particular thing. And it's like, well, when you have values that are, that are adventure, learning and nurturing, of course, that makes perfect sense. So then some of the things that like I had always perceived as me going astray started to feel like, oh, that was very much on purpose. That was very aligned for me to do with the values that I have. Mm -hmm. How does it help you looking forward? So I think looking forward, I was thinking about that this morning. I think for me now, my next step is really to practice them and practice recognizing when they're not being met and redirecting slightly. Because I think that's, for me, really the hard part, yes. right, is for a long time, um, and, you know, your life changes, right? So I've told you, like, I, for many years, was a stay-at-home mom. Now I'm in the workforce, and I'm more focused on my career. Um, your priorities shift a bit, and I think you get used to thinking one way, and then you realize that's not working anymore. So I think, for me, it's a matter of practicing and training, being able to say, okay, what what am I missing now? Like, what do I need to get back on track? And that's really the hard part because it's not automatic for me to, to really take care of myself in a way. Yeah. You know? Um, and so I think it's just practicing like with all things, right? Like marathon training, it's practice. Like you don't do these things automatically. Most people don't anyway. Right. And then also recognizing that if I have a bad week or two, that, okay, let's go back and try and remember, and it's never too late to start again. Yes. Before we started recording, we were, we were chatting about how this election cycle was a bit of a, it is as close to quicksand as I think I've ever experienced in my adult life. Mm-hmm because it just kept on sucking me in 
And then, then I would get in the vortex along with COVID and we're all socially stunted and school is hard for my kids. And like, I just got, I was just stuck there for longer than I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And having a practice of being like, okay, here are my values. And here's a handful of value aligning activities. I need to throw some of those activities on my calendar for this week because those are like, that is the rope helping me get out of the quicksand. Yeah. I experienced the same thing. I mean, it was, and it's funny because even though you, you can know intellectually, this is going to be a hard week. Yes. So just don't, don't fall for it, Carrie. Right. right. <laughs> you know, it's still, it's, it's very hard to not get emotionally involved. So yes, I also had a, a week of sort of very, you know, difficulty focusing on work because it yes. feels like this, this really important thing is happening and that it's almost a bad thing to not fully invest yes. your emotionally, your emotional energy in it, even though you know, it's not actually making any change or difference. Yes. yes. Um, and so I had like a week or two where I, you know, told myself, oh, doing, doing daily yoga is not really helping. I don't really, that's not worth it. Or yeah, I don't need to walk. I'm so tired. Or not doing my writing down the things I want to do each day. And then the five things that I'm glad I did. And then I realized, wait, it's not all or nothing. I can go back to those things. It's never too late. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. And so I sort of, it felt like forcing myself, went back to my notebook and went back to writing down the things I'm happy for and grateful for. And I think that helped. And then just gradually thinking, okay, what are your values? What are the things that you need to preserve and keep space for in your life? Mm gradually get back to those. So yeah. that's where, that's what I'm in the process of doing right now. I have an expression that I've used a lot, which is called put the shovel down. Mm. I'll find myself in a hole of some nature, whether it is the busy hole or a money hole, or, you know, like there's all of these different things like surrounded by stuff, something will be happening. And I'm like, I do not like where I am. I recognize that feeling of, I do not like where I am. I feel very stuck. And then I look down and I recognize that I still very much have the shovel in my hand, digging that hole deeper. And it's like the step one is to just have the awareness of like, oh, I need to put that shovel down. And then I can take the next step, but you can't climb out of a hole holding onto the shovel. Right. <laughs> you got to leave the shovel where it is. And, uh, you know, frequently I'll be in the middle of something and I'll be like, oh, you got to put that shovel down. You got to yeah. put it down. Yeah. I had a very big shovel cast. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it was easy to have a very big shovel because there wasn't anything that was taking us out. Right. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go to yoga class and I'm not going to think about anything else. No, we were, we were stuck in our own swamp. Yeah. Yeah. How have your values 
shifted your relationships? Have they shifted your relationships? Yeah, I, I, I think so. Well, in one way, I think they've, well, they've helped me also to recognize that if I have things that I value that drive me, then that means that the other people in my life do too, right? So I think it's been a matter of, I'm now looking at things my husband does or prioritizes and recognizing what his, like, I mean, I haven't asked him, but I can get, I can make some pretty good guesses at what his values are. Yeah. And I think it makes you appreciate them more and yes. see it as not just, you know, one value being better than the other, but seeing it in other people brings you to more understanding of what makes them happy as well. Um, so definitely. And also I think, you know, one of my values, um, is agency, which is very much a product of where I am in my life right now and my relationship to my family, like being in the workforce again, as opposed to the stay at home parent. And so that's definitely affected my relationship with my husband because it's something that we're negotiating together is, you know, me valuing agency more. That's something that you need to negotiate with other people in your life right. and in those relationships. And so I think it has changed it in a positive way. I love that. I also, which is funny, people are always like, oh, George must be the most evolved man. And George is fantastic in a lot of ways, but George <laughs> is not taking my values workshop because George is George. Mm -hmm. And I need to be George's wife. That's my job for George be George's wife, not George's greatest teacher, not any of these other things. Right. Right? <laughs> so I, I don't know what George's values are and that he hasn't been like, oh, these are my values. But like you, I can say, okay, I suspect strongly that one of George's values is community. And when I can be a part of his uh, embodying community, by, you know, facilitating having a golf round or inviting a friend of his to play music in the basement, or he can have those moments, I can see his value being lit. I can mm -hmm. see the light up that happens. And knowing that to be true allows me to encourage it more because I know that it will lead to more fulfillment and happiness on his end. And I want him to be fulfilled and happy. And it also makes me not feel as potentially martyred as I could feel mm -hmm. because I can see this as a value aligning activity for him and that being good for everybody, not right. just him. Right. I'll say also that it was very interesting and beneficial to me because I took the values workshop at the same time as my sister did. Oh. And so that was, and we're very close and we had actually been having lots of conversations prior to the workshop about what do we want? You know, we've been, certain things weren't making us happy. You know, we're very close. So we've been talking about these things. And so we did the workshop together. I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, um, so, cool. so yeah, so we, 
it was really fascinating because when my sister, Sean, got to her values, I was like, oh, yes, like that makes total sense because she'd recently made a career change that wasn't as fulfilling as she'd wanted, even though it was something that looked from the outside like a great opportunity and something that other people would, would love but it wasn't meeting her values for her. And so doing the workshop with her and going through that process and seeing her get to that made me also more understanding of where she, at, she is. Yeah. And again, seeing it, it's like nothing, there's no right or wrong values. It's just what brings you joy, what gives you energy, what makes you your best you and most satisfied and it totally made sense to see her values as well and to understand them so i recommend the buddy system for the value workshop oh i love that i can yeah. see how that's very true i feel like i have a buddy in hope who's been on the podcast and she's i talk about hope all of the time because i love her so much um you know if hope recognizes that i am in a rut or i've been in the quicksand like if she can see the quicksand dripping off of me is it in a friendly yeah. meeting? You can be like, oh, when was the last time you did something that you would consider adventurous? And it will likely right. be, oh, it has been quite some time since I've taken an adventure. Well, what needs to go on the schedule? Because, you know, some of it is time and some of it is energy, um, but all of it is intention. Right. Like, is there, do I have an intention to show up in alignment with my values? I do. Right. And I think that's the practice part for me. I think that's going to be what I need to practice. And I will need, you know, help from close friends and family to be accountable. Because yeah. it's, it's something that if you haven't done it for years, you, you practice and then it gets easier. Well, we're going to do daily dose of intention. Great. We're going to start doing that again. I'm going to just throw the date in there because this is part of my accountability as well, Carrie, because if I don't claim it, mm, it can get sticky yeah. for me. I yeah. got that going on in my head. Um, we're going to start that November 25th. So this episode is going to come out on the 23rd. So in just two days, this is going to start again. And I send a daily dose of intention every single day through the end of the calendar year. That's what my current commitment is. And it's just meant to help us do exactly that. Bring our values into focus. Be thoughtful about how we're showing up. Take that sip of coffee amount of time to say, oh yes, I don't want to be angry. I want to be kind. Like just the, the small shift of like, ah, this yep. is how I'm choosing this to go. So that's starting. And if you haven't signed up for that, um, you can do so at Cass McCrory, M-C-C-R-O-R-Y.com. And I hope that I will be a helpful companion on your being intentional. Yeah, thank you. I love, um, I love this values work. I think it opens up. It's kind of like uh, coordinates on a locker. I feel like it's, it's like I still remember my high school locker combination. Impressive. 36, 7, 32. I don't know why. This is, 
there's much that I don't remember day to day, but this I remember. And now I, I view my values as similar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's been very helpful. I'm glad. What's next for you? Next is taking on a, a challenge at work and embracing it through my value of learning and growth and trying to embrace that with excitement. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Carrie, thank you for taking time with us today. Thank you, Cass. I loved it.